Welcome, everybody. This is Paul with the Discovery It podcast. Tonight, we're going to be talking about the fear of failure, part two. Um, let's do the definition of the fear of failure. The fear of failure can be linked to many causes. For instance, having unsupported or critical parents is a cause for some people because they were routinely undermined or humiliated in childhood. They carry those negative feelings into adulthood. Experiencing a trauma event in their life can also be a cause. Uh, the fear of failure has many uh, different characteristics attached to them, such as procrastination, lack of follow-through, uh, low self-worth, low self-esteem. But let's talk about a little about low self-worth. Um, over the years, from conception until adulthood, whatever your age is right now, the negative events that happen to you, you take it on a personal level. And, of course, by taking it on a personal level creates trauma and causes you to think in a very doubtful state of mind, not very secure about yourself or your or your opinions or what you consider important. So the fear of failure has a lot to do with low self-worth. That also perpetuates into uh, procrastination. If you doubt yourself a lot, you have a tendency to procrastinate and not follow through. And I remember when I was very, very young, uh, I experienced the fear of failure tremendously because of the basic life skills that I never was taught coming through a dysfunctional family. And uh, until I got about 35, 40 years old, I definitely was the result of the fear of failure in lots of things that I tried in my life, especially in my career. And uh, the fear of failure is very, very real. It's, uh, it's a feeling that you can do nothing right or you can't do anything at all, so you don't even try. Let me uh, ask uh, Ray something. Ray, are you online, buddy? Yeah, I'm here. Have you ever uh, experienced the fear of failures, the characteristics of procrastination or the lack of follow-through in anything in your journey that you've, uh, since coming with the uh, Discover It podcast? Yeah, I'd, I'd say I experienced that quite a bit. How does that make you feel? Uh, sometimes it, it's easy to get it confused with other things and uh, hard sometimes to pin down what actually where it's actually coming from. So once you recognize that you're procrastinating, is there a next step that you try to do or you just 
push it off and try, uh, forget it to another time? How, how do you deal with that? Well, the uh, the three step program has been helpful more more so uh, over time to identify. You know, it become almost second nature to to look closely at where it might be coming from, and then to confront confront whether that's reality. You know, confront whether that's true. A lot of these things are built on beliefs that we've developed, not that are grounded in reality or truth. So you have to confront that which you've identified, and then the only thing left to do after that is to be proactive in accordance with what you deem to be true. And often when we're reaching, we're having those sort of difficulties, what we believe knowingly or unknowingly is not grounded in truth or reality. So then we have to be proactive to move in a way that is more in alignment with the truth and with reality, which isn't always easy, but it requires that proactive effort to, to reprogram. And that's where most people, um, you know, struggle and you may experience procrastination with that, but, uh, you know, just, going back to identifying where that procrastination is coming from and uh, addressing it is one of the big keys to uh, to changing that, that pattern in that direction. Okay. Anything else you want to say about uh, fear of failure and the character side effects of procrastination and the lack of follow-through? Um, just that uh, very often we can get that confused with the fear of success, and I think that I've dealt with that. You know, a lot of times I've seen the fear of failure as maybe fear of success, and I think it can be a little bit of both, and it helps to identify which which one is coming from. And you can always l- listen to our previous episode on the fear of success uh, where we talk a little bit more about that, but... Um, I think I used to have an issue with uh, accepting that, you know, maybe there was a fear of failure going on because I would say, I'm not afraid of no failure. I don't really, uh, you know, for many years I've been in the habit of facing difficult tasks, even though I might fail and then continuing to do so over and over and over again without, without uh, letting it defeat me. And in some ways that could be fear of success, but also, being uh, specific about the experience so that you know where it is actually fear of failure. Now, something that recently I've been experiencing, and uh, just to share a little bit about that personal uh, episode, is that um, I realized that what we often do, and what I did in childhood and with school, is uh, suffered a, a lot of pain and frustration if I was to apply myself fully and completely to something and not get my desired results. So if I put my all into a test and I got, say, a 70 or 80 on that test, um, uh, in retrospect, I realized what that, that would cause me some some extreme discomfort because I had to face the fact that I – wasn't uh, as prepared as I thought I was or may not have been as capable as I thought in that particular area. And that full effort doesn't always uh, 
guarantee you full, you know, 100% result. And there's always things that you can work on or improve in order to get closer to that, you know, perfection. And sometimes that's what it is, perfection, uh, being a perfectionist, which is not, not realistic. But uh, what we often do when we're, you know, burned by that experience, which is often built on other uh, traumatic experiences that might cause that to happen in the first place. But what we tend to do as a defense mechanism is to, whether consciously or subconsciously, find ways to uh, distract ourselves or prevent ourselves in one way or another from applying ourselves fully anymore so that we can prevent ourselves that, that extreme discomfort, that dissatisfaction or that pain associated with giving your all but not getting all in return. And that is just a self-sabotage mechanism of it in a way that it can use that opportunity to cause us to launch an attack against ourselves or just to severely prevent ourselves from making any real progress because at the root of it is a fear of failure. We fear that uh, not only is it that we fear failure itself, I believe that from that experience, the insight I gain is that what we fear is a failure um, of of ourselves on a deeper level. Because if we fail, but we can say that we didn't really give it our all, we protect ourselves from that that the the more heavier pain that is associated with that, and so I think that that's where a lot of that procrastination comes from and those distractions and it helps to be aware of that that what we're doing is we're trying to protect ourselves um, from the pain that we feel as a failure as an individual as a uh, an identity that we ourselves are failures that we don't really feel if we don't give ourselves to the task. So I think if we procrastinate, we get distracted, then we can always look back and say, well, I didn't really fail. I didn't even, I didn't really try, you know, so I didn't fail. Even though the end result is a failure to achieve, it's a failure to accomplish your goal, but you yourself are never a failure if you never fully applied yourself. And that's what we're protecting ourselves from when we procrastinate and we allow ourselves to give into distractions and things of that nature. And so on a deeper level, we have to address that identity, that self-image that is bruised from a past failure or defeat or abandonment, um, rejection, all sorts of things like that. Uh, which could be also t- tied to that, you know, someone rejects you, you feel that they that they rejected you as a person, that you aren't worthy of acceptance, that you must be worthy of only rejection. And so then we don't give ourselves, we don't put ourselves out there anymore so that we don't ever have to suffer that potential that someone would reject us again, when in reality, majority of the times they're not rejecting you they're they're rejecting their maybe their preference they prefer something different someone different it is have has very little to do with you and more to do with maybe what they deem appropriate for themselves or just what they prefer 
and that could be based on many reasons that have nothing to do with you. Um, so that that was, you know, my experience and realization that there is a fear of failure there, which is totally separate from the fear of success, and that you can listen to that uh, previous episode on fear of success for more information on uh, on that topic. Yeah, they can uh, they can go to the Life Coach University and hit the menu and uh, go to the podcast section. And we have over 176, 177 podcasts, and the fear of success is in one of those uh, uh, podcasts that we have. And I recommend uh, many of our listeners to, do, you know, go to the Life Coach University and uh, go to the menu, hit podcasts, and look at the 176, 177 uh, different podcasts that we have. And, uh, of course, we're going to add the Fear of Failure Part 2, this one, uh, download it to, uh, within the next couple of days to the Life Coach University podcast. Thank you, uh, Ray. We really appreciate that for sharing and everything. Uh, I want to go ahead and uh, see if uh, Jody's on the line. Uh, but thanks a lot. I appreciate it. Jody, are you on the line? Yep, I'm here, Paul. Just like the uh, question to uh, Ray, um, the many times that you've uh, possibly felt the fear of failure, uh, how did you relate to it? Uh, Did you uh, just give us your opinion on how you related to it and some of the characteristics involved that happened in that process of the fear of failure being existing in your life. All right, Paul. Um, I liked how we how we linked that to procrastination. I don't think I've really ever done that before. And I mm-hmm. think sometimes failure has like a hard, like, I guess, you do something and you just completely fail. Um, but like with procrastination, for me, sometimes it has to deal with just difficulty, that uneasiness of something being difficult. Um, some people have problems with criticism, like they have a fear of, of criticism, so they don't even want to try stuff. And that kind of fear is, is similar to fear of failure, and that will hold them back also. Um, so I think, you know, for me, the biggest part, fear of failure that played was, was really like how much effort I would put into something. Because um, I was always afraid of, you know, not making it or not passing and things like that. And I, I have to always, whenever I'm thinking about reasons why I do things, I always have to look back at, you know, that past program conditioning. Like, how was I brought up? What kind of, you know, childhood did I have? How was I raised exactly? Because there's a lot of things that tie back into that that I can see um, by doing a good good look at that. And for fear of failure, I was always kind of you know taught like you know it's okay to fail and it's it's you just try again you know things like that so the the real major fear of failure wasn't really a a big thing for me when it came to kind of trying new things or trying to do things um and that may have led to more failures because i would just go do something not afraid to fail and then not prepare well enough 
but so it's always good to prepare and i and I think the other thing how fear of failure may have played a part is just i guess looking at all the different things that I've tried, so I usually wasn't i guess afraid of failure so much as it as I was afraid of like difficulty, so like sometimes I would know going into something that it's going to take a lot of work. There's a lot of things to learn and things like that. Um, and those may have been more leading up to the procrastination part that kind of held me back from either starting something. Um, and really with procrastination, it's all the little things. Um, it, it's the little things that show up that I think are going to be difficult, but aren't really um, aren't really that hard and they end up being really easy and they take way less time than I thought they would. Um, it's just that, that, uh, programming of, Oh, I don't want to do that. It's going to take like a lot of times it has to deal with phone calls. Like I need to call a company and I'm like, well, I don't want to be, be on hold forever. And you know, you always get all these different menus. So like a lot of times I have a very strong procrastination against just making certain phone calls, um, to get something taken care of. And then eventually I'll try to go online and do stuff like that. I'll try all these different other methods that take way longer. And then finally I'll just end up calling and it takes like five minutes. So I think really I can link that, you know, complete fear of failure to just a, a feel, a fear of, you know, uneasiness or discomfort. Um, I think some people link that to change. Um, a lot of, a lot of people fear change. Somehow I kind of just, I like change. I like things that kind of stay the same, but then change is always exciting for me. So maybe that has to do with where I was brought up also. Thanks, Paul. Thank you, uh, Jody. Yeah, low self-esteem has a lot to do with uh, doubting yourself. And, of course, low self-esteem and low self-worth causes doubt again and uh the more that you doubt doubt something you're in yourself the more that you're going to procrastinate and of course the more that you procrastinate is going to cause you to have a lack of follow-through and uh the best method that i know and that you and uh ray have mentioned is using the three-step discover it method identify confront and become proactive and uh, that's one of the uh, methods that we have that can definitely help resolve any of a thing that you may have a problem with or anything in life that you need to overcome but uh, thank you uh, ray for the uh, sharing tonight and also jody for your sharing tonight and i really appreciate it and uh Let's be on call next Thursday night at 7.30. Um, anything else that either one of you would like to say or add before we get on the uh, closing of this conference call tonight? All right, gang. Next Thursday night, 7.30. We will see you, hopefully your friends, relatives, and even your enemies. Please call uh, 518-992-1025 and 
put in the access code 655-145. We will see you next Thursday night. Y'all be real. Bye.